playing our song the podcast where your song becomes our song i'm your host robert perry cruz and with me is my very special guest on a return sequel engagement diana perry cruz hi diana hello how are you doing good how you are se- you you seem a bit tired um ah well that works into my advantage because it's part two of our <laughs> etheridge off for those of you who are just uh tuning into this episode uh last week, Diane and I were listening to a song which made me think of the Melissa Etheridge song, I Want to Come Over, which is the song we'll be talking about tonight. Diana immediately wanted to hear Come to My Window, the Melissa Etheridge song we talked about last week. We have a long running dispute over which is the better of the songs, so we decided to debate it once and for all in podcast form, which is the ultimate Melissa Etheridge song. So last week, if you have not listened, please go back and listen to Diana mm-hmm. discuss her love for Come to My Window. This week, we will be discussing I Want to Come Over from Melissa Etheridge's follow-up album, Your Little Secrets, from 1995. So, Diana, I know I first heard this song probably on the radio. How about you? Back when radio was a thing. It's still a thing. Oh, well, not kind of. I don't really remember, but I probably saw, this was in the era when I was watching like VH1. Mm-hmm. I probably saw it then. Ah, so the music video? Mm-hmm. Although I don't remember this music video as well as the other ah. one from last week. Mm-hmm. Well, this music video stars Gwyneth Paltrow in a great performance as just a sad, cry mascara, mascara-drippy lady. Uh, but it's it's a good performance. I just I love how it sort of intercuts Melissa Etheridge just sort of singing, and then Gwyneth Paltrow just in her car, almost doing the equivalent of like, you know Cameron from Ferris Bueller, but he's in his car. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. Just she just seems so confused. Like I need to get to this guy, or I need to be away. I need to get to this guy. And I just I love that about the song. I just I love a good song about somebody who wants to be with somebody and can't for some some reason. I think it's a good it's a good theme oh, for music. Okay. Well, it is a common theme. Mm-hmm. The unrequited love theme. Mm-hmm. It's been done a few times. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest the biggest draw for me of this song is probably the melding of the lyrics, which again are incredibly complex. They're pretty straightforward. They're telling a very simple story about somebody who wants to be with somebody else. Uh, But that person's married, or they're in a serious relationship, and so this person is on the outskirts. But all they want is to to, to go over there and be be with this this person. And the way that it's the way that it's discussed in the refrain of the song, as well as with the music, which is just like a good jangly you know set of power chords, is just so excellent. And and I think Melissa Etheridge has such a great 
quality to her voice that when she's singing about how she wants to come over to hell with the consequences, just the mix of those like loud chords and her just powerful scratchy voice just sells it. It's it's because this song, I think with, with a weaker voice or a lesser voice, or honestly, I think with a male voice would be so pathetic and lame. Like, Oh, get over it, dude. Mm. Nobody loves you. There, there's this, this woman, this, this, this man clearly stringing you along. You probably suck. But when Melissa Etheridge is singing it, you just feel, you feel more bad than anything else. Like you understand that the subtext of the song is that nobody really loves this person. You know, the, the, the person she wants to go see probably doesn't really love this person. All of that, that individual's friends say this person's bad news. You know, the Melissa Etheridge stand-in is bad news. Don't don't get involved. And it's just it just it just makes it so sad. And oh, I never I thought no? it was sad. You never thought it was sad. No. What did you think it was? I just thought it was like a new relationship, and she was just like going out on a limb to, like, you know, say that she liked the person. Oh. No, no, I clearly get the sense that they're that, that Melissa Etheridge and her and her and her her lover they're having an affair because the other person's lover. They use lover a lot in this in <laughs> which is an uncomfortable word I think for me to say. Yeah, I don't like that word. Um but the, the the other person's lover is gone. Let me in. So so she's waiting outside. Um it's sort of the the evil version. Do they version. say that? Yeah, your lover is gone. Let me in. I know you're confused. I know that you I know that you want me. Um. Oh. Yeah. I don't know that I knew all the lyrics. Oh. Yeah, well, I I want to come over to hell with a consequence. The consequence being that this person is in a relationship and Melissa Etheridge knows she shouldn't be sneaking around and and being in a relationship with this person because they're all they're in their own relationship, but she doesn't care. It doesn't oh. matter. There, there's I no definitely always enough. thought it was a concert plans. To hell with yeah. the concert plans. Yeah, I, I thought it was like a biographical song. Like, <laughs> I want to come over. My agent says I have to get to, right. the, to the Orpheum, <laughs> but I'd rather, you know, swing by for a bit for some some, yeah. some hot loving. That's what I always thought. Was. <laughs> she had concert plans, but she didn't even care. Oh, these these Ticketmaster charges, I don't even care about those. <laughs> ten, ten extra dollars for my tickets, not worth it. Not worth it as long as I can. As long as I could be with you instead. Oh, I'm surprised you never thought of this as a as kind of an a, a steamy affair song. No. Oh, God, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I don't know. I I never picked up on the your lover is gone line. Hmm. I'm sorry. I'd have to. Like, you you don't have to be be sorry. It's so it's okay to not not have picked that up mm. it's not your job it's melissa etheridge's job to make her lyrics stand out <laughs> i mean it there's something there's something always interesting about the character of the the unrequited lover you know the the person who wants to be with someone else and they can't be for whatever reason and I, I mentioned it a little bit earlier, but I think it is very hard to create any sort of pathos around that character. Because usually, either because we're younger and we believe very strongly in rule following, or because we're older and we are ourselves in relationships, the idea of this sort of wild character from outside swooping in and being important in our significant other's lives is 
is scary. You know, n- not not necessarily that it's going to happen to us, but just the idea of it. Oh, I would hate to be that person. I hate to be like, okay, honey, bye. See, ya. I got to go drive. Maybe I have my own concert plans. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> leave for a while. And there's Melissa, Melissa Etheridge. She's sneaking in, <laughs> you know, for some passionate lovemaking, and you're gone. You don't even know it. And it's 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 sort of, you know, I I, I could see. Like, you know, certainly thinking about when this song came out and I was a teenager and I had very clear rules about, like, this is what relationships are. Because, you know, you're a teenager, you're starting to develop your own sense of what a relationship is. And the idea of an affair just seems so horrible. Like, why would anybody do that? How yeah. could you do that to somebody? That's so mean. And it's very easy to hate that outside force, in this case, Melissa Etheridge. But I just, I can't. I just, I feel so bad for her for some reason in this song like instead of it being like ah, i'm some sort of a gigolo and i'm sneaking in and ruining this relationship because i'm so selfish it just it just feels like this person's so alone and they just they can't live without without the uh the of i don't know the affair the affair they can't they can't live without this other character and the way that she just Wants to come over and her and her voice there and her sort of bridging. Oh, just like oh, it's just oh, it's such a so it's 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 this plaintive cry. It's like a it's, it's this wild primal cry of of need when it comes from her voice. Just this this poor individual, you know that they're not they're not trying to ruin anyone's life. They're not just in it for some sort of casual relationship. Like they. They need this person. They need to be with mm-hmm. them. So almost like the come to my window, like we talked about last week. Yeah. The idea of needing a person. But whereas come to my window, I think, was more about Melissa Etheridge's uh, being a lesbian and how that made being in a relationship, an open relationship, more difficult at the time. Yeah. This is more of a, you know, I, I don't know if that plays into it at all. Perhaps it does. But I don't think it needs to play into it at all. There's just somebody that that that, that her, right. her standing mm-hmm. loves and... She needs to be with them. It's that important to her. And I think that taps into a different different chord for me. So not the idea of who's this homewrecker so much as, man, I've been there before, where it just feels like you need this person with everything and you can't have them. And there's nothing you can do about it. And everybody knows you're doing it. And everybody is warning your love interest away from you. Because it's sinful to do that. I think they even they mention that even in the lyrics. But also, you know, they clearly hate the Melissa Etheridge character in this song. Everybody is against her. And man, it's it's just so it's just so sad. It's just so sad to see her. And then with the video with Gwyneth Paltrow sitting outside with a big mascara mm-hmm. all over the place. Yeah. It's just so it's not it's not it's pathetic enough to be touching, but not so pathetic as to be Pathetic. Okay, get over yourself, Gwyneth Paltrow. Go home. Nobody wants you. So is Gwyneth Paltrow supposed to be Melissa Etheridge? Like, are they the same character? So is you know is I mean? Gwyneth Paltrow sort of the the, 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 the singer? You know, okay. kind of. Oh, okay. I, I, as far as so I take it, from the, the video. person that Melissa Etheridge is singing too. No, Melissa Etheridge is in an apartment. I think I think it's more like Come to My Window, the idea that there's another character, and when they're in the video, that's who the story's about. You know, Melissa Etheridge is singing. It's just, I'm just Melissa, Melissa Etheridge. Here I am singing. So, no, I, yeah. I don't okay, get, I, don't I was never thing. sure about that. Yeah. Um, one of the things I noted listening to it again this time was that sort of initial muted strum. And 
how much that reminded me almost of, you know, a, either kind of a heartbeat or this this string of passionate feelings. You know, they're barely they're barely restrained. So during all of the all of the um, verses. There's, it just, it's just playing right underneath, right underneath it. So while she's talking about this unrequited love, how everybody says it's a bad idea, you know, to, not to Melissa Etheridge, but to the other, mm-hmm. to the other person, that's a bad idea. Uh, just let me in. That like low, let me in. It just, it just sounds almost like you know, you want there to be more music because it's such a big feeling song. But of course, you can't have more music because moment to moment, you have to be restrained. You can't express this love to other people. Right. You have to keep it within you. And then it sort of continues to build as she's talking about open the back door. I just need to touch you once more. Leading up to that, oh, and then mm-hmm. boom, I want to come over. You know that just that big sound like All right, I can't take it anymore. Yeah. Here it is. I love you. Let me in your house. And. Uh, I, I just, I just completely, I just completely love that build, and it's such a classic. I don't want to say cliche, but it's such a classic way to build a song of low, quiet, kind of builds with like a simple melody to boom, big power chords, big vocal sound. But something about the content of this song, just the whole thing together, because I, Melissa Etheridge is a nice voice. The musicality of the song is nothing super special. The lyrics aren't super special, but there's nothing about they all go together. It just, it just, it just gets this, grabs this emotion, uh, at least in me. And I just, I just, you know, I, I just want to, I just want to scream out the lyrics myself. Mm-hmm. I just, I feel it. I know what you're going through, and I've never been involved in a situation like this that anyone knows of. I never yeah. have. Nobody wants to go out with me. Uh, but <laughs> I think the plaintiveness of her voice is. Yeah. Really moving. Mm. She's got an awesome voice. She's yeah. a really powerful voice, mm. and I enjoy. I again, I'm like so, so surprised by this song. I never knew that that was what it was about. <laughs> so I don't know how that makes me feel about it. Oh, oh no! I've conv- I'm, am I convincing you that this might be the superior of the two? No, no, no. I was actually leaning more towards the song before. Really? Why? Uh, I don't know. I I don't know. I was just maybe because we already talked about coming to my windows, and I was like, felt like I'd talked about it enough. So then I was like, well, maybe I really do like. I want to come over. Is that mm-hmm. the name of this one? Yes. I want to come over. Like maybe I really do like it more, mm-hmm. just because I feel like we kind of talked through the other one. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, that's resolved. Ah. Uh. Um. You know, I think I couldn't. I couldn't make, I couldn't package up the other one in the way that I wanted to. Like, mm-hmm. I really still like it a lot. Um, and I love the way that it sounds. And I like, I like the pieces of it, but I could never, like, solidify it into a whole that was satisfying for me. And then this song, I feel like the video and the musicality of it fit together a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's, a little more cohesive mm-hmm. in its story. So I was liking it for those reasons, but I definitely never picked up on the affair side of it. So that, I don't know, changes it again for me. Mm-hmm. Now you don't like it as much. I still do, but that's just not the story that I thought it was. Oh. So if it were the same story, this, I want to come over and come to my window. If they were pretty much the same story, I want to come over suddenly seems to edge out. 
Come to my window. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. There's still some really nice imagery in Come to My Window mm-hmm. that you don't get in I Want to Come Over. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, especially the the one like thread of story that I thought we had about going to the concert does not <laughs> exist. <laughs> um, but but she told her she loved her. That's all that she needs. Yeah. It's, it's tingly. That doesn't, that doesn't sound good. No, not tingly, but like, yeah. Just tense up when you hear that. That idea of like, oh, sweetie, I know that she does love you. I know, I know you think it. I know she said it. You gotta let it go. It's not gonna work. It's not gonna work out. Yeah. I see. Okay. Why is doomed love such a fun theme for music? Because you would think we like the songs where everyone ends up happy together, but I just, there's something about when you know a relationship isn't going to work that makes a better song well there are a lot of songs about unrequited love because there's so much emotion in it never i think everyone feels like they can relate to it mm-hmm. some level i think most people can probably relate to being in love or falling in love because a huge number of people are married or in serious relationships that have been lasting a long time so it's it's not like oh well more people get dumped therefore people like those songs better I I don't I don't know if that's necessarily true I mean everyone's gotten dumped a few times but many people have then had really fulfilling relationships for the rest of their lives Well I mean music is art so I think people <laughs> tend to produce the most art when they are not at peace mm-hmm. for some reason with their life Hmm. So you tend to get the best stuff out of people whose lives are not going perfectly. Oh. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Oh. That's kind of sad. Sorry. No, I mean, it's, it's it sounds very true. It makes, makes sense. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. The only thing about the song that I don't quite understand is... The whole song has that undercurrent, that kind of quiet restraint, then the big power chords for I Want to Come Over. There's that great moment near the end before the last chorus where it's just let me in, like really low, like let me in, almost, you know, vampiric or creepy, like let me in, like that's it, like like, there's big, no music big behind it. wolf style. <laughs> kind of. Well, like the idea, you know, the, kind of the idea of she can't take it anymore, like, like no, like this isn't. This isn't funny. This isn't just something that I'm planning. Like, you need to let me in. Like, I'm going to die or something terrible will happen if you don't let me in. Sort of the read I have on it. And then, boom, back to I want to come over. And then there's this – and then I just want to see you, see you again. Just this, like, loud sound. And then it suddenly takes this weird kind of much more upbeat version of the theme. And there's this guitar solo. It's just sort of, like, pepping along. And then it sort of just fades out and ends – from that, so rather than ending with the either the the big chords with the sad melody of the song, it sort of just plays like the little chords all on their own, and they sound way too upbeat. Hmm. And it's weird, and I'm not quite sure if that's supposed to mean something. Well, like, the, the end of the video is is to me really unsettling mm-hmm. as well because it just ends with Gwyneth Paltrow's footsteps mm-hmm. that you hear echoing 
and she's walking down the hall to go to this apartment. Mm-hmm. But she just spent the whole video like crying outside in the parking lot, you know, just like really crying too, and not pretty crying, like like ugly crying, yeah. which is great. I think it's a brave choice to look terrible after crying. <laughs> and yeah, I think it ends with she just like puts her makeup back on and then walks in. And it's like, oh well, guess I'm gonna go gonna go do it with this person now. It's all gonna work out. I guess maybe that's the message. Which would make me like this song less if the message was, it's so sad, but don't worry, it's all going to work out in the end. Happy Melody. Because I don't, I don't, I think that makes the song, it really would defang the entire song. So I can't imagine that's it. Unless, oh, maybe it is. Oh, then maybe it's not my favorite song. <laughs> I'll be so sad. I don't know. I'm going to uh, pretend the producer just, they just tacked it on there and Melissa Etheridge was furious. Okay. That's my, I'll be my story I tell. Well, I mean, it could be that the, you know, protagonist in the song is sort of tricking themselves into thinking that if they just go over, then everything will be okay. Oh, I like that. Yeah, okay. that's great. Ooh, okay. that was good. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. That, oh, I love that. <gasps> that's even better. So the idea that that it ends on a happy note because maybe she maybe she is getting let in by this person and it's... It's she's deluded into thinking this is some sort of a, a sign that everything's going to be fine. Yeah. But we as the listener have the the extra irony of no, it won't be right. fine. It's going to be terrible. It's just a momentary lapse of this person again. Mm-hmm. And you know they're going to say, of course I love you. Of course I want to be with you. You have to leave my house. My husband or boyfriend or girlfriend or wife are coming home from their concert plans, and <laughs> you need to get out of here. Yeah, no, I totally love you. Oh, yeah, I'll call you. I'll call you. Yeah. Oh, that, I love that. Ooh, okay. That's yeah, good. I like I'm it back. too now. I'm back. I'm okay. back around. All you right. did 180 there. I love it. Love it more. I'm back in. <laughs> All right. So it's my, it's, 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 it's my entry into the Etheridge off. So it, it is up to me to explain why this should be our song and Come to My Window should be our song, but not quite as good of an our song, mm-hmm. I would say. And... I think we really hit it. This is a song about feeling alone and having something that will complete you and you just cannot have it. And how powerful that emotion is and how lonely it makes you feel and how 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 strongly you respond in that situation. And I think it captures it with just a really easy listening melody with with kind of the the Melissa Etheridge vocal sound and with just the right amount of emotion in all of the right places. So if you are feeling sad or if you are remembering a time that something similar happened to you where you loved someone that you could not be with for whatever reason, doesn't have to be a, a weird affair or anything, this song is going to grab you and remind you of that and make you feel bad and good all at the same time. And now we even gave you a bonus way to read the cheesy guitar solo at the end to make the song (laughs) even better. You're welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you now consider I Want to Come Over to be our song. All right. Well, since we really can't decide subjectively which is how one talks about songs, which is the better song in our Etheridge Off, I am going to leave it up to each and every one of you listening to figure it out for yourself, I suppose. If you want to email at Rob at Playing Our Song or leave a comment on the website, 
playingoursong.net or on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash playingoursong.net, or message me on Twitter at playing underscore our song. You certainly can. And if you do, I'll be happy to read it on the air. But if you'd rather just keep the thoughts of your favorite Melissa Etheridge song to yourself, well, that's okay, too. But totally, if you write in and tell me I want to come over is better, uh, that would be that would be really helpful to me in my ongoing <laughs> argument with my wife. So, uh, you know, whatever. Whatever. It's cool. Don't worry about it. No problem. <laughs> well, Diana, thanks so much for in- engaging in such a epic battle of songs with me these past Oh, you bet. Weeks. I think we picked two good songs. I think so too. To talk about. We did it. Yay. We have to find another podcast that talks about Melissa Etheridge songs and have a double Etheridge off with our two songs oh, versus yeah. their two songs. But I, I don't know what two they would pick. I don't know. Does she have any other songs that people know of? I'm the only one. Oh, yeah. I don't know like that song. That doesn't do it for me. Oh, it's a good one. It's, it's fine. It's fine. I just, it's not, I don't think it's in the same league as either Come by Window or I Want to Come yeah. Over. So, yeah. Not. She has a really killer voice. Oh, yes. I've enjoyed listening to these two th- songs. Mm-hmm. It's been fun. A newfound appreciation for <laughs> Melissa Etheridge. I don't know what she's up to now. I don't know. We had a friend who said she was in trouble because she wasn't paying her child support or something. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, I think she's coming to town. Okay. Maybe. Maybe you get free ticket master tickets if you were in their <laughs> class action lawsuit. We we were not. Uh, someone told me I might have been looking in the wrong place, so I should check again. Oh, maybe, okay. maybe we get some free shows coming That'd our be way. Nice. That would be nice. I'll, I'll check again after we're done recording. Maybe. Go, I'll go see <laughs> Melissa Etheridge. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> play I Want to Come Over and Come to My Window <laughs> and then play them again. <laughs> no new stuff. <laughs> Well, everyone at home, thank you for listening. Dina, thank you again for being here. Anytime. Next week will be our extravaganza 50th episode in which we already recorded it. It's a bit of a disaster. Uh, Diana will be here as will be a couple other special guests. And not the disaster part, though. You're not the disaster part? I don't think so. No, you, no you were not the disaster part. It's a beautiful disaster. Much like the <laughs> fabulous 311 song. 311 will not be featured on this podcast. Unless someone else brings it, I guess. And then I feel bad that I said this. So don't listen to this episode. <laughs> whoever you are. Hypothetical person. But uh, it's our it's our 50th episode. I don't know how we made it to 50 episodes. So listen, please. Yes, thank you. Please listen in. Um... We already recorded it, so if you wanted to send well wishes, perhaps we'll read them to the 51st or 2nd episode. Uh, but yes, please tune in next week for another episode, which will just be glorious, glorious. Uh, but until then, remember, it's your song, so play it long and play it loud. Bye! Bye.